Alrighty, folks, welcome in episode 209. Why am I amazed every single week, James? Like, every single week, I, I put the rundown together, and then I always go, wait, what What episode is it? It's 209, I think. Episode 209 of the Get Around Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Brendan Queeley, and uh, joining me via FaceTime is uh, James Cook. Me and Jimmy James Cook, uh, flying just the just the old school Record Eagle sports duo. Just a duo. Here, uh, in Do we the, call the the bit at the end the trifecta anymore? If only had two people. The it's the it's the Dua Lipa. We're gonna call the it the the, the, the Dua <laughs> Uh, yeah. So it's uh, just me and James this week on uh, episode of the Get Around, uh, of course, number two hundred nine. Brought to you by Jimmy John's. Jimmy John's has two locations in Traverse City. Uh, I heard I was listening to, I think it was the. Uh, a broadcast, radio broadcast of the West Boys basketball game. That must have been Friday night as I was driving into the office. And uh, the whoever does the, the radio, who's ever calling the radio, um, mm-hmm. he had to read, he had to do like, I think, six or seven ad reads just right in a row. It was just bam, 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 bam. And, of course, Jimmy John's was one of them. Uh, I think one of them was for like Williams Honda or Chevrolet or something like that. And oh, X Golf. There was a he had to do an X Golf read, mm-hmm. um, and I was just I'm just like man, that guy is he is way better. Yeah, at, at doing the ad reads than I am. Their buddies at WGRY. So yes, we are brought to you by Jimmy John's. Two locations in Traverse City. Uh, freaky fresh, freaky fast. Jimmy John's. Freak yeah. All right. Yeah, they do all the uh, the TC West games for basketball and football, and uh, and then uh, I go on there every Friday morning. So, what what time are you going on Friday morning? Usually at eleven, right around eleven. Okay, so that's not bad. That's not like what we used to have to do uh, back in the day for whatever show that was that we no, would. For, I think it was, was that WTCM. Yeah, I think it was. We had to go on at like six thirty in the morning. Yeah, they would. Their call would wake me up. I would wake up. And answer the phone, and then there were times where I w- I was close to falling asleep, falling back to sleep while they were talking to me and asking me questions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I remember, <laughs> I remember one time I rolled over, and I was like I was legit lying down in bed, and trying to do this interview, and they were like, <laughs> and I think I rolled over, and they're like, we we can't we can't hear you real well right now, Brendan, can are you, are you there? And then I rolled over, I rolled back over, and I'm like, "Oh, is this better?" And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, that's fine." <laughs> and so I remember the the late George Beebe, uh, Harrison Beebe's uh, father. Um, he used to love listening to that, and he said to me one time, "He's like, man, it sounds like you're barely awake when you're on there." <laughs> he said that to me, <laughs> and I was <laughs> like, "I was like, confession, I am barely awake." They serve as my wake-up alarm, and then as soon as I'm done talking to them, I I went right back to sleep, because we're working the we work the the afternoon shift, the second shift, know? yeah. And it's not like oh hey you're off of work at midnight, you I'm sure you'll be asleep by twelve thirty. Like that doesn't that doesn't work. Like you need I at least need a couple hours to decompress before I'm able to fall asleep. Yeah. So. Well, confession of mine is uh, last Friday when I was on there, the call from them at 11 o'clock woke me up. <laughs> like, because for like the last two weeks that he was going to be there, Andrew wanted to do the radio. Yeah. So I hadn't done it for a couple of weeks. 
so I wasn't like thinking in the back of my head like I need to get up Friday morning and <clears throat> get ready for this. So then they call it at, like eleven o'clock and like immediately start asking me questions about districts and I'm like in a fog and I'm running around and I'm trying to log in on my computer <laughs> and find schedules and all this stuff and the first like two or three minutes of that is me probably just going, uh, let me look. Can you give me a sec? Oh, there was one. I remember one. They asked me about girls' soccer districts, and this was – I was – I had no idea. Or maybe it was even before, like, the soccer season. This would have been my first soccer season. And they were like, you know, what soccer teams are going to be good this year? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, this is my first season covering soccer. I have no idea who's going to be good. Uh, and – yeah, that was that was pretty embarrassing. That was a that was a rough one, but uh, yeah, I'm glad that if I do have to do the radio in the future, but James, feel free to take as much and as often as you'd like. Uh, I'm just glad that it's not at six thirty or seven o'clock in the morning because that that was awful. Just, and, and at the beginning of doing that, they wanted us to drive in and do it in studio. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah, I. Yeah, I, for- I like the first little while that we did it, you you had to drive in and do it in the studio. Yeah, sorry. Like, again, you are calling me when I may have, I might be on my third or fourth hour of sleep, and that's just that's just not going to happen. Like I know Jake uh, Atnip, our, our former uh, sports uh, reporter here, uh, he used to like his his sleep schedule. Like he wouldn't go to sleep until like what six seven o'clock in the morning, sometimes. Yeah, I know a lot of times it would be difficult getting him a hold of him in the morning if we had any questions or anything like that because I think he sleeps until like, or did at least, until like 1 or 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. I know that when I started back on this beat, it I, it screwed me up so bad trying to get back into that. And I'm finally now just getting into it where I can like, all right, cool, I can go to sleep at 2 o'clock and I can wake up at 10 or 10.30 um, and, and then go about and go about my day but enough about our circadian rhythms and how messed up they are thanks to the uh the sports shift um but uh happy to be here for uh episode 209 james you had a a fun saturday how was the uh the suds and snow i was it like a 90s theme or an 80s theme or what was 80s it was 80s skiing so there was all kinds of people in like these really neon color ski suits Okay. Everything. Um, I didn't really have a whole lot of opportunity to uh, prepare and, and everything. So the only 80s thing I had was I had a fanny pack on. Okay. Was it at least neon colored? No. Okay. Nope. Olive green. It was from my deer hunting kit. <laughs> yeah, I saw a couple of pictures that uh, Harrison posted on, on Facebook, and I was like, oh, okay. So it was like it was some sort of theme. What is Suds and Rob Snow? Clinton. Rob Boynton was there, and he was in full 80s ski. Was he? Girlfriend. Like, they they went out. They went out. Yeah, I, I mean, that would... I, I Obviously, there was some nostalgia just seeing some of the pictures and going like, yeah, I remember having snow pants that had, like, weird neon green and purple shapes on them and, you know, lines and all that stuff. I was like, yeah, so that that makes sense. I, would, I think I would have to, like, go to a thrift store if I was going to find that kind of stuff anywhere now but is it like are you literally just paying 50 bucks to drink beer outside is that 
what sudden snow is or yeah 40 bucks yeah 40 yep and you got to hike so what else is, what else is there i'd like i they pick you up on a shuttle bus in town and drive you out to timber ridge and then you get to timber ridge and you got like a half a mile hike through the woods to go back to where the uh the beer festival is and then yeah for five hours you're just carousing around with friends and running into people and having some some beverages and then you get back in the shuttle bus and they drive you back to town is there music is there like oh there's live music going yeah there's yeah there's some there's some bands playing okay and everything so do they have games set up like bags or yeah okay All that, all that kind of stuff, and then there—I don't know—there was like I don't know twenty different breweries and a couple of there was a wine, at least one winery there, and you know some some food vendors. So you have to be shuttled in. You can't drive there. You don't have to. Okay. I just felt that was the responsible thing to do. No, that's what—that was my question. I was wondering if, like, if they made it, you know, they're like we're bringing all these people together, call it for suds and snow, basically to drink beer in the snow outside. Yeah. No, I think this year they started charging for parking there. Okay. It was 10 bucks, and I think that's kind of to discourage people from driving and using the shuttle buses. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, the law should discourage people from drinking and driving, but, you know, you know what do I know? I think it does. <laughs> I think it's frowned upon. So how long were you out there for? It looked great. Like, from the pictures I saw, like, it was fairly warm that day. Were they, did they pump snow into the area? That they're there, or was that just that? That was just the snow that was on the ground. No, they just did snow there. I mean, it gets after a little while, it gets a little bit slippery because it's kind of gets packed snow and it's oh, almost yeah. like a layer of ice. And then it was like fifty degrees that day, right? So it was great as far as temperature, and the, you know, the rain held off until after everything was over and everything. So it, it turned out to be a great day. Yeah, there was lightning Saturday night, lightning and thunder Saturday night. Did you hear or, or see that? No, uh, or at least by me. That I was I'm like passed out by that time. I'm watch. I, I I can't remember what I was watching that night. Um, and it flashed lightning outside. And I went, "Come on, really?" And then it rum- Like there was a good probably 15 second rumble of thunder that just kind of rolled through. Uh, and then there was some more lightning, and of course that frightened my dog, who although she's deaf now and can't hear the thunder. If she sees lightning, she still gets kind of spooked out. Uh, spooked out? Is that, that's not even a... Freaked out. I think that's the phrase that yeah, I was looking for. So I think I was just going for spooked, and then I thought freaked out, and so you spooked out came out of my mouth. That was... Yeah. So. All right. Well, we do have a, a wonderful show for you here on episode 209. Coming up a little bit later, we have Grace Bradford and Jessica Robbins from Glen Lake, the undefeated and number three ranked Lakers, uh, who are battling uh, after winning a regional title on Friday. Uh, they'll be in the regional semis on Tuesday. So tomorrow or today or yesterday or whenever it is that you're listening to this um, with... Um, the head of a Barbie at stake. Uh, and for those who are wondering what I mean by that, I'll just tell you to go and listen to the interview with uh, with Grace and Jessica. We talked to them a little while ago, uh, but that will come up a little bit later in the show. Uh, we'll also have our Get Around Hall of Fame where we're going to induct, surprise, surprise, uh, three state champions who picked up some 
hardware over the weekend. We'll get into the trifecta. Um, but first, I, I do want to go, well, or not the trifecta anymore, but the Dua Lipa now. Um, so we, I, I want to circle back to... Did you see that there was a Dua Lipa sketch on Saturday Night Live this week? I didn't. My, I talked to my dad yesterday because his birthday is tomorrow, Tuesday, March 8th. Um, uh, but, and I, they had a party for him on Sunday. I wasn't able to get home for it cause I had to work. Uh, and so I called him on Sunday to see how he, uh, how he was doing. He was like, Oh, did you see Saturday Night Live? And I'm like, I, I haven't had a chance to see it yet. I heard Oscar Isaac was, was great. Yeah. Uh, Oscar Isaac hosts. And there's this one sketch towards the end of the show, you know, like kind of like the throw in sketch uh-huh. at the end. And it's like, it's like a, uh, like a literature group that's meeting in some, school building you know or something where they just discuss like like their own writings and everything and then oscar isaac comes in and he's the janitor and he's cleaning up and everything and then he ends up reading his own little thing that he wrote and it's this this whole fantasy about him and dua lipa (laughs) okay (laughs) all right i'll I'll have to give it a shot maybe that'll be something that i do uh tonight after i wrap up uh editing the pod and and doing prep roundup um so Back to our our state champions. Uh, you sent me a text, and I was following along uh, all day on on Saturday, Friday, and Saturday, watching the uh, the brackets uh, in the uh, individual state championship wrestling tournament uh, down there at Ford Field, and uh, you know checking every once in a while to get updates. And I think right before I was going back to look, James, you shot me a text that Lydia had won uh, her first MHSAA state sanctioned or MHSAA sanctioned state championship uh, which was pretty cool uh, I sent her a text and I didn't hear back so I gave her a call I'm talking to her and asking her questions and I, I do what a lot of reporters do at the end of interviews and go and see you know is there anything else that you'd like to say and she goes I know I'd just like to say that my phone is at one percent and it's gonna die here really soon <laughs> And I was like, perfect, great. So I got those, you know, two or three questions that I needed from you uh, to ask you about that. Um, and yeah, it was it was really cool. Like you could hear the the jubilation in her voice. Apparently, she had lost to uh, that the wrestler that she beat yeah, twice, twice before. Yeah. And uh, I think Andrew had talked to her about it before, and we talked to her a little bit when we had her on the podcast. Um, uh, of completing that revenge tour, and what a like what a perfect way to do it. Not only that, but you get you beat this person who you've lost to twice before to win both a state championship and your one hundredth career victory. Like that, that, that I mean, the multitude of accomplishments in in that single victory. It was just really cool. I I, I don't I haven't had a moment like that in in my life uh to to do something like that and that just seems uh, it, it seems really cool yeah a lot of things coming together there at one time for a head of been huge i imagine that her phone is probably dead because uh she was probably getting so many congratulatory texts or something too yeah i i would think so uh and then we had uh, a couple out of gaylord take home some state championships as well uh loudon straddling and Braden uh, Gutro is that how you say his last name, James? I'm gonna guess it's Gutro. Gutro, yeah. yeah. Okay. I guess. Um, Probably a guess. 
Yeah, that's the great thing about print. We don't have to worry about pronunciations. We do when we're on a podcast, but uh, we're, we're unlike Harrison, who's I've now brought up for like the fourth time already in this podcast. He's going to be so happy when he listens to this. He's like, "Oh, you guys keep talking about me." Uh, but I haven't talked about his uh, horribly wrong opinion on the Batman and mm-hmm. how he thought it was good bordering on great, and I thought it was the, awful. The Batman. Yeah, the Batman. Yeah. Not that bad. He apparently graduated from Ohio State. <laughs> Finally finished that degree. So I'm curious, James, has have you ever won a championship in in anything? Like right now, again, five, six times now I mentioned him. Harrison Beebe, very happy right now about winning the uh, Northern Michigan Sports Writers Fantasy Football Championship. And right now in his Twitter profile, he's rocking a picture of him wearing the belt. He brought the belt on tv with him he changed his twitter bio to include that in it so he's very happy about winning he was wearing it saturday morning we we met him at his place and just played some some beer pong before the going out to set some snow he was wearing it then (laughs) parading it around my god oh he didn't have it when we got there but he you know it came out okay all right I thought like he, I, I thought like he had answered the door with it, like he had it draped on his shoulder or he had it around his waist. And he's like, just have it on your waist <clears throat> when you come in. But have you, uh, have you won at, like any championships at all? I, I, I won a, a one wrestling tournament in high school. Uh, it was one of those, uh, not like a a true bracket tournament. Um, but it was. Uh, one of the team tournaments where there are like six teams there on a Saturday and you play, you have five duels. So you wrestle five matches. And, uh, I, I won one of those one time in high school, I believe my junior senior year. I can't remember which. Yeah. I've, I've only won a couple of team championships. I won the district tournament in fourth grade boys basketball. So that was huge. Obviously, uh, go Kirby Cougars which no longer exists. My elementary school no longer exists, um, Kirby mm-hmm. Elementary. Um, and then in high school, um, I won a couple of regionals in baseball. And then uh, bowling as well, I won some non-sanctioned tournaments. And then bowling afterward when I was on the, the mini pro circuit in Illinois, um, I won some. But like... None of that ever compared to like winning with a team. Like winning with a team seems so much better than winning individually, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, 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 my little league team won. I can't remember if it's in our league. I've got like a little trophy sitting around here somewhere from when I was in high. I mean, playing a little league for that. We won that, and mm, I don't know anything else. Uh, our team won. In wrestling, we run districts one year, and I came in. I was second in the uh, CMU intramural wrestling tournament one year. That's not out the same. Two. It's not the same. Out of two, did you say? Out of two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just it it seems that you know that that glory of winning together has to be so cool like i watched 
the uh, Fighting Illini win the uh, the Big Ten championship tournament, uh, and and just seeing that that jubilation and like people rushing the court and all of that has to be just a surreal kind of moment to experience, and we've seen that every year, right? Every sports season, you and I and everybody else, we get to cover those moments, which is really cool. And sometimes we get to run up and be in there, like, you know, grab our cameras and go out there, uh, you know, and, and during the celebration to get our good photos and things like that. Um, but it it, it, I, it never gets old watching uh, teams win. It's always a really cool kind of thing to experience and then to talk to those players and see just how happy they are afterward and it was you know i'm hoping to see the same thing with uh, some of the teams that we have uh, left you know if it happens to be glen lake and we get to go and cover them at the breslin or any other team that's still in it and watching them it's mm-hmm. it's such an incredible moment gee what, who was that powers north central that won on that crazy um last second buzzer beater with the yeah. kid who like probably rarely even shoots the ball he just happened to get the offensive rebound got it at the right spot put it up and the ball like kind of rolled around the rim and then fell down and then he like they literally carried that kid off the court and that wasn't even for a state championship that was in the state semis it's the semis yeah 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 i mean it's always it's always funny when you uh when you get to see like, like in baseball they have the dog pile and everything and uh there's there's always eventually there's always a story about somebody getting hurt in the dog pile but they don't care they still do it every single time yeah yeah i you know, i would you know, the legitimate chance that there might be some bodily injury happen but we've already won so it doesn't matter i remember just how crazy it was when the pittsbitters won the championship in their first year i was there uh for that game just as a fan because uh, I wasn't, I was still on news at that point, and that was wild. Were you there, or or who was covering that game? Yeah, I think we had all three of us there. Yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, that crowd was electric that night. It was, mm-hmm. it was really cool to, to see that, and that's the like, that's the great thing about this job is we get to see moments like that, and sure we don't get to experience it, but we also don't have to experience the heartbreak of losing uh we do have to talk to the the players and coaches after the losses and you know i talked to mike matucci and chris givens over the weekend the head coaches for uh the bay reps and the the trojans they lost in the uh the quarterfinals the state quarterfinals of the uh hockey tournament um and it was interesting both of them said this and it was just it, it was I think it was, I didn't even really ask about it, but they both said how much fun they had this year and how much they enjoyed coaching the kids this year. And I think we get to see wins like that from an outsider's perspective, but coaches get to see that celebration. They get to see their players celebrate and they're on the inside. They're still on the outside a little bit because they're not the ones playing, right? But the the coaches being able to witness that, I mean, that's got to be something super special too. Yeah, and and, and and hockey is such a huge part of those guys' lives and everything. I mean, you know, 
Mike Nucci coaches, you know, youth hockey and stuff, and Chris Gibbons as just knows everybody in the state of Michigan pretty much that is involved with high school hockey. So, you know, I mean, he, he has some fun with it too. I mean, they're definitely competitive, but I think it's a, it's, it's definitely a, a much bigger part of their lives than I think people even think it is. Yeah. It's a volunteer role. I mean, I don't think they're getting paid for it. Not, well, they probably get paid something, but it's not, not much considering how much time gets put into it. Right. I mean, it's something you got to love. It's just like coaching a high school football team. I mean, you're getting a couple of thousand dollars or something and you're, and it's like almost a full-time job on top of your probably other full-time job. Yeah. I mean, cause you think about it. Sure. Yes. You're coaching at, at the high school level, but mm-hmm. you look at the college and professional coaches. I mean, that is what they do. Yeah, that's all they do. And in the high yeah. school, is comes so much close to that. You know, I mean, it's more than just, you know, driving, showing up for practice for a couple of hours, and then going home. And there's so there's, much more teaching yeah. involved and in, so in that coaching. And so much administrative work and paperwork behind the scenes that nobody hardly ever sees or, or takes into account. I mean, the head coach at a, for a high school football team, has to do a lot of that extra stuff behind the, the scenes that makes it a full-time job. Yeah. Well, we will see uh, going forward uh, how this all plays out. We've still got uh, some teams left in the girls' basketball. Uh, regional tournaments in uh, Division Three and Division Four. We'll be covering that this week as best as we can with the two-man sports department that we have right now. Uh, We, of course, have the boys' basketball districts, which is kicking off tonight as we are recording this on Monday. We'll have games Monday and Wednesday and Friday in the the districts. We'll have girls' regionals on Tuesday and Thursday. Uh, Do we have anything going on Saturday? Is there anything? Saturday's pretty dead, right? I think Saturday would be fairly dead because bowling and wrestling are done now. And we have to be in hockey. Yeah. Saturday would be the hockey finals. We'll have to figure out something to write about. Uh-oh. James, we got to make stuff up. Let's make something up. Regional, regional basketball preview. There we go. We'll have to we'll, we'll do something. So, all right. Well, uh, speaking of the uh, girls' district tournament uh, and the upcoming regional tournament, we had district champion uh, Grace Bradford and Jessica Robbins on the podcast. Had a chance to talk to them. Why don't we go ahead and take a listen to that right now? I just want to welcome in Glen Lakes, Grace Bradford, and Jessica Robbins. Thank you very much for being with us uh, on the podcast today. You are you're getting out of art right now. Is that what's happening? Yeah. So that's like they decided like here's a subject that you don't need to learn, and it's fine for you to go hang out on a, a small uh, Northern Michigan podcast for a little bit. They were like, yeah, it's fine. You don't have to worry about art. It's yeah, nothing. they don't really care. <laughs> Well, thank you both for uh, for uh, taking some time to uh, talk to us. Really appreciate it. Uh, I'm I'm curious to know you guys. I uh, got a big game tomorrow. Uh, we're recording this on Monday, obviously. You you, uh, you play tomorrow. Um, what 
did you learn from last season's postseason run that you are taking into this season's uh, postseason run? I think the main thing is that we can never underestimate a team. We have to go into it thinking that they want it as much as we want it. Because I think, like, watching film, obviously teams look a little bit different than in person than in film. And I think we went into the Calumet game it, with the wrong headspace. And I don't think we're ever going to do that again. No. So. Yeah. We definitely learned from last year. So. Yeah, heartbreak seems to be a pretty good teacher, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, what was that feeling like last year? And then what was the feeling like coming into... Uh, into this season, at the start of the season, was there still some lingering effects of that heartbreak? Oh, yeah. I definitely felt like that's probably the most I've ever cried in, like, a long time. <laughs> so, um, like, I still feel, like, guilt from that game, like, what I could have done better. So, like, bringing that into this season, I've been working, all of us have been working, like, ten times harder to improve. Ah, yes, um, guilt, the great Catholic motivator. So. Yep. You said you had played St. Ignis uh, over the summer in some summer ball. Uh, mm -hmm. What did you learn from that experience of playing them then that you can uh, hopefully take into tomorrow's game? Uh, we definitely know who their key players are and who they feed the ball the most. And I feel like our defensive pressure, we can definitely shut them out. Them at least. Yeah, for sure. So I don't know if you are aware of this, but a few weeks ago we had the uh, – girls basketball fantasy draft where we drafted some of the best area players uh on the podcast and for some reason grace uh, you weren't taken number one uh i was fortunate enough i had i had the second pick i had the second pick in it and i took you like immediately i was like grace bradford seems to be the easiest one uh, i felt like i was uh the chicago bulls getting michael jordan um <laughs> what what is it like being one of the top players in the area do you allow yourself to to think about that, do you know that ab about yourself? Do you know that you're one of the best players in the area? Um, I mean, I like to, like, go into every game saying humble and, like, she's very humble. I have never heard her talk. Like, if I have to ask her questions about basketball in order for her to talk about it. Like, she does not talk about it at all. <laughs> I mean, I do talk about it, just not about myself. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> So what is it that has made you a as good as you are? Do you Is it the humility? Do you feel that being humble has helped you grow into a better player? Um, yeah, because I feel like that's always kept me on the path of always working harder. And personally, I feel like I'm super competitive, so that part of me always wants to be, you know, like, the best. So. And so you weren't saying that you had ice in your veins the other night when you hit that 3 No, no. <laughs> Blood off of her hand, off of her arm. Yeah, okay. I had like a badge, so I guess I was just wiping it. <laughs> no, she, we're not even like, we're not technically allowed to do like any type of celebration. We have to be like humble. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know how the boys like hold up like the three? Right, yeah, yeah, they'll do that. And, yeah, that's we like, don't do that. We think that that's like, that's like saying that it's like, you weren't expecting it to go in. Yeah, we like have the mindset of, Every shot is supposed to go in. Like, we expect that out of ourselves, so. So you don't celebrate the normal, is what you're saying? Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Yeah, I have so few, like, really wonderful accomplishments that any time I accomplish anything even remotely <laughs> great, I'm like, all right, yes, I'm pounding my <laughs> chest and saying I've done great things.
Mm-hmm. So, but good on you for obviously being more mature. <laughs> yeah. Is <laughs> in, in the draft that we had. Uh, so Gracie went second overall, but um, later on in the draft, I also chose Jessica on my team because I said I want I want the best defensive player in the uh-huh. area on our team, and uh, so. Then Brent, Brennan and I were kind of like trash talking each other over who had the better team afterwards. And uh, I was saying, I want, I would like to get these teams together and play a game and actually see Jessica guard Grace in a game and see how that goes, how that turns. Do you mind me asking? One practice. Who was the first overall pick yeah, or whatever? We're who, who was that? Mackenzie Bisball from Lake City. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, see, now you're like, okay, well... well I blocked her twice in a row. <laughs> <laughs> so, who would uh, who would win in, in a game of uh, one-on-one? Do you guys go head-to-head sometimes in practice, or just for fun? Uh, yeah. See, the thing is, I personally, I believe that I'm, like, okay at offense, but I'm good at defense, but she's gonna... <laughs> so, there's where the issue comes in. <laughs> She'd probably more than likely. When you're well, when you're putting up games where you're getting 25 points and and 15 rebounds, uh, do you recognize it in the moment, or are you so focused on the result of the game, playing the team game, and making sure you're getting a, a win, and not really thinking about the fact that you're about to score your 30th point and grab your 20th rebound? Yeah. While I'm playing, I don't even realize, like, how many I'm scoring or, like, I don't really worry about that. I, like, focus on playing, like, as a team and accomplishing those goals first and obviously getting the win, so. Yeah, it just, our, like, we obviously have, like, a lot of talent on our team, but we can't do anything with just one person. Mm-hmm. So we just, like, we have had games where, especially at the beginning of the season, we didn't have one of our best players, so it was, like, Everything was kind of flustered, and it was kind of just feeding it to the same person. And now that we have the other player, we're working together more as a team, and I think mm-hmm. it came together a lot So which, pl- which player was that? Ruby Hogan. She came back first week in January. So. Yeah, I remember starting to hear her name pop up every time, Grace, your dad would call in with the, the mm-hmm. stats. I'd be like, you know. And it was... It was nice because it got to the point where when I would be taking notes to t- to write down the stats, I would just have to write down GB, RH, JR, just your initials, and I knew that because mm-hmm. your dad is, is quite good about calling the scores in and making sure that you guys get a little ink uh, in, in the paper. Uh, yeah. Is it nice to have that, that notoriety uh, or that kind of uh, attention paid to you? Because James and I were just on 7 and 4 Sports last week, uh, when and we were all talking about Glen Lake and how you guys are a fairly good pick to you know as, as a good team to possibly make it to the Breslin Center. Uh, mm-hmm. Is it fun having that that notoriety? Um, I definitely. So I have two sports, and it's basketball and soccer. And like I take pride in my soccer a lot. And my coaches do not do nearly as much for me as Jason does. So I definitely don't take that for granted at all. And I'm definitely very appreciative of how, like, much he puts our name out there and, like, makes sure that we have, like, like this opportunity, mm-hmm. you know. So it's definitely relieving, to lack of a better word. But 
tell me about the uh, the the traveling mascot that you guys have for the team. Oh, oh. <laughs> I was like, what? Um, well, we it's a Barbie, and her name's Dora. Yeah, we named her Dora. Um, she comes with us to every single home game and away game. We place her somewhere different every time. Mm-hmm. And haven't had to do this this season, but if we lose, we tear off a limb. Wow, that is. Um, but <laughs> I, I I was not expecting that. I'm a little, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's I'm sure like, she's very grateful that you're undefeated right now. Yeah. <laughs> so. One last year, and she was missing. We've had her since we had that one since freshman year. So I think she was missing a leg. Yeah. She had a haircut a few times. Oh yeah. <laughs> so we had to get a new one. Okay, so who started this barbaric tradition? We did, I don't know. Um, was it Kerrigan? Well, when we were freshmen, it was going. So I feel like it's been. Oh, it's um, been going for a while then. Yeah, yeah. I'd okay. say probably like six years. Now, is it a specific type of Barbie, like Malibu Barbie or business no, woman Barbie? Pretty. I mean, yeah, she has like a cute summer dress on. Okay. So yeah, we ha- we hold her to high standards. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this year you should have made should have made the the redheaded Barbie. The redheaded Barbie. Yeah. <laughs> See, they discriminate because there's like there's not a redhead emoji. There's not very many redhead Barbies either. I don't can't do it. So I get the same thing being left-handed. Like there's you can't find stuff that's left-handed. Exactly. What the heck, James? You're left-handed. <laughs> yeah. We have worked together for six years, and I am just finding out that you're left-handed here on the podcast. Breaking yeah. news, everyone. Let's, lefties unite. My my dad's <laughs> a southpaw. I have a special place in my my heart for for lefties. So. Okay, sorry. Back to the the conversation at hand. Uh, back to Barbie dolls. Yeah, back to yeah. obviously we want to talk about decapitating yeah, and oh. lopping off limbs of Barbies. <laughs> it, would it be like a ceremonial thing? Like, would you all have to gather around and like you pick someone to rip off a uh, leg or an arm, or like what is going on? My I mind is blown. Would be so mad that she just take it and. Like, and this out of anger, probably. If we, like, lost the season, like, if we don't make it, Fargus is probably going to rip off the head. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like, more than likely, I can, yeah. I can see it happening in my head. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, hopefully we never... Yeah, yeah. Hopefully that never has to happen at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you if you get to the to the Breslin, she's obviously got to be coming with you, right? Would she... Oh, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. like we're... The whole team is very... Um, superstitious to say the least mm-hmm. we have the barbie and then we have uh like three cheers before the game and we always hit the, the half line yeah we kind of have our routine we sit in the same space when we're when we're stretching like everything's got to be the same because we don't want to jinx anything mm-hmm. don't want mojo. well and so i noticed you doing the i believe that we will win chant before the game the other night mm-hmm. yes that's something you do before every game yeah yeah that's one of our cheer cheer yep you guys were like, like the door to the locker room was vibrating, and <laughs> we we had that. We had an issue this season actually with being loud enough during these cheers. So this time we were like, we need them to hear this. Mm-hmm. So they were screaming. It was yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a nice little yeah. It's a nice little psychological gl- uh, game to play with uh, with the opponent if they can hear you yeah. doing that. That's for sure. 
what would it mean uh, for this program, this team, uh, to get to uh, the Bres uh, Breslin Center this year? I mean, I feel like we put so much time and effort into it. It'd be like all of our hard work paying off. And in the past years, I think they went back to back to the Breslin. So we're hoping to get back on that track mm -hmm. and start a new run. I also know that us five seniors that are playing, is it five? Mm -hmm. Have been like, we've obviously we've been playing together since third grade and that has always been a dream of ours or a goal mm -hmm. is to get there. And I don't know, that's just something that we've always dreamt of, like all of us. Yeah, so. it's been our dream. And I think so. a lot of people have like high expectations for us and we'd like to fulfill those. Mm -hmm. Is there pressure in those high expectations? Um, I'd say it. For me, in I'd a way, so. yes. But then we all want those expectations to like keep us pushing mm -hmm. to get that. Yeah. How much do you uh, want to rematch with uh, Calumet in the regionals? I would love playing them again. Yeah. Because I don't want to, like, honestly, I don't even really want to talk about it because I don't want to jinx anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here are the superstitions again. All right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just want to crush them. That's all. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Like, do you want, if you guys win in your game, do you want them to win your game so you get another shot at them? Or do you not care who you play in the next round? It would be cool, but I'm just trying to get to the Breslin Center. Yeah, I mean, either way, we're playing on, like, playing our heart out and beating whoever is in our path to the Breslin, so... And if it's Calumet, then that's even more heart for us. Like, oh, yeah. That's even more determination to win. Mm -hmm. And for Dora to keep her head. Yes. <laughs> Grace, Jessica, thank you very much. Uh, really appreciate it. Uh, number two pick overall and then the best defensive player taken in the draft. Really appreciate you taking some time uh, talking to us. And good luck tomorrow. Thank you. Good luck yeah. going forward, and uh, I think if you guys win the whole thing, that the that Dora has to be in the trophy case right next I, to well, the, I, 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 the the championship I, I, in the. I might have to keep her to keep the tradition going. Yeah. Well, okay, yeah. There's that too. So, um, feel free. Yeah, uh, I mean that is. It's a hilarious and disturbing. <laughs> superstition tradition but it's it's great and uh we we really do we wish you all the be best luck going forward thanks for joining thank us you. thank you thank you for having yeah, us yeah thank you for having us Uh, thank you once again to Glen Lakes Grace Bradford and Jessica Robbins make sure that you hide your barbies when they are around you because especially if they've lost, which they haven't done this season, but uh, I do feel bad for Dora if they if they lose. I hope they don't because, and I really think like if they're gonna do that, I would love to go to Glen Lake one day and walk in, see the trophy case, and see the girls' state championship trophy along with the net that they cut down, and then there's Dora, there's Dora. the Barbie s sitting right next to it. I think that would be, I mean, it would. It would make a, a really good story.
too, even just joking about it here uh, on the podcast. But again, thank you both. I'm, uh, I'm sure that it might come up in the next, you know, one or two times that we cover Glen Lake. It might. Yeah. yeah. We'll we'll have to get a we we got to get a photo of it too, man. Like I, I we have to at some point get a photo of that. So yeah. thanks again uh, to Grace and Jessica. Really, really appreciate it. Let's go ahead now and get into the Get Around Hall of Fame, which is brought to you by Jimmy John's. Uh, two locations in Traverse City, Freaky Fresh, Freaky Fast, Jimmy John's. Freak yeah. All right. Uh, again, this is easy. We did this last week with the skiing state champions, uh, and we are going to do it this week as well. Um, our nominees and our inductees are Boyne City's Lydia Kraus, who won the girls' Uh, state wrestling championship in the 155 pound bracket Braden Gatreau and Loudon Stradling both from Gaylord uh, Braden winning in the 170 pound 171 pound weight class and uh, Loudon winning in the 130 pound uh, weight class we had a lot of athletes vying for a state championship yes Saturday I should say uh, yeah. Sammy LaFond uh, was in the championship uh, I believe what um Aiden Shire was in the championship as Aiden, well. In the championship match, yeah, Sam Gothel's got uh, fourth. Gavin Wilmoth going after repeat back-to-back titles ended up getting second uh, second by a five-to-four decision in the title match. Um, so a lot of a lot of people getting up there. A lot of really good, yeah, a lot of good efforts that we saw uh, on Saturday all around. Um, so. Uh, I, again, don't really need to discuss it, but congratulations to Lydia, Braden, and Loudon. You are the latest inductees into the Garana Hall of Fame, uh, the most exclusive club in northern Michigan as our Athletes of the Week. So, it's too bad that we don't have Harrison on, who's now been mentioned for 12 times, for the 12th time on this, uh, because the trifecta slash Dua Lipa that uh, I, I thought of, um, since we are seeing so many remakes and reboots uh including the the ohio state batman um I, I thought what sports movie or movies would you like to see remade or turned into uh, a 10 episode tv show like i know james i know you're a big fan of Slapshot, and i wonder if you could ever see that being remade uh, into either you, you know like who has who has the gravitas to pull off what Paul Newman did? Like could a right. could a Vince Vaughn do a good job in, in, a, in a slap shot type movie? Maybe it would be hard to pull off with some of the things that they pulled off in Slapshot just because they didn't have the same uh, have to do some of the same PC stuff. I mean, there's some jokes in in Slapshot that you can't do no more. Correct. Yeah, there is a lot from a, a 1970s comedy that you can't get away with in 2022. <laughs> yeah. What was the new... I heard on ESPN the other day, I was driving around, and the, the guy was talking about how after the break, they're going to talk about this sports movie that's being remade, and it's going to be a travesty or something. But then I got to the game that I was going to and never got to hear what movie it is that they were remaking. And oh, my God, I don't, I don't know. Cool. I don't know, but I mean, if they're like, there are certain ones you can't touch. <clears throat> like, you can't remake Hoosiers. That is, that's yeah, just that one alone. That's I mean, that's already yeah, yeah. What are you gonna What are you gonna add to that? Right. I don't think I don't think you can remake Rudy, and I I think that's only because Daniel Rudy Rudiger, um, 
apparently he has said some non-PC stuff, apparently, that hasn't gone mm-hmm. over too well and made him look, look kind of bad. So I don't... But Rudy is another one that I think is, is untouchable in terms of remakes. Um, Happy Gilmore, there's no one that can do what Sandler did yeah, in that one. Yeah, you just don't need to. The Sandlot, I don't think that's remakeable. But I think it would be cool to maybe... Uh, you were talking about 10-episode TV show, or just do a TV show, but just do kind of like a major league TV show. Oh, yeah. Just kind of follow the follows the team through a season or something. And there's something like that, you know, with, with baseball and it's how it's more drawn out and all this stuff like that. But, well, because we've got the Mighty Ducks TV show. Did you see the new things that they agreed upon that the MLB and the MLBPA agreed upon for the lockout? Like they're making the bases bigger. They're banning the shift, which I think is so dumb. That's, I think that's, I think it's dumb. I'm like, I'm like, I'm sorry. You should, it's a game and you should be able to deploy certain strategies for, for certain batters. Yeah. Like, are we going to have the Super Bowl and tell, uh, you know, oh, hey, uh, sorry, Rams, you can't play zone defense. Yeah. You can't drop guys into zone coverage. It's only strictly man-to-man from now on. Yeah, so they've got a, they'd agreed on a pitching clock, which I don't like. Uh, I, I, I'd like, I like speeding up the game to an extent. I don't know how the clock is going to work. Sure, but, but I, I really don't think... Something to make the game faster, because that was pe- probably people's number one complaint. I, I guess, I just don't think... Th- I, want, I want my pitcher, and I want the opposing pitcher, to not have that extra worry in the back of their head to think about a pitch clock. I just think it's so... Whatever, and maybe it's not going to be that big of a deal, um, but not a big fan of that. I think it's one of, of the things that once they get it, it'll probably not be that big of a deal, hopefully. Yeah, so far we haven't really mentioned any movies that would make for a good uh, remake. Um, all of them so far, I'm kind of like, ah, I don't think you can... How about, how about, I'll go a little more obscure, how about Rollerball? Well, they did that. I know, uh, they, they, did do, they did remake that. But this been even that's been a while. Yeah. Because that was like one of the American Pie guys. I think... You know what? I Maybe you the the um, sequel that you're talking about, um, or maybe the remake, but I know that they're doing a... Do- I believe they're doing a Dodgeball 2. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we all saw how great Anchorman 2 was. And I say that yeah. very facetiously. Yeah, it's a bold strategy, Cotton. Yeah. Let's see if it, let's see if it doesn't pay off. I think the only reason that I saw that is because I was flipping around TV last night and no, meet, I'm gonna this. meet the parents came on, and I'm like, when was the last time Ben Stiller was like the headliner of a movie and not just in a movie, right? And I think it went back to like 2016 when he was in this sequel to Zoolander. And I'm like, wow, it's been a while for him. And I saw on the IMDb that Dodgeball 2 was was in the works. Uh, which, again, seems... I don't know why you would want to even bother with that. I mean, the first one was so 
perfect and hilarious. And again, a movie that has jokes in it that you can't get away with today, for sure. But so far, we literally haven't said one movie we want to see remade. What a what a terrible Dua Lipa I came up with. I do think oh, that it's a, it's a baseball show, a ridiculous, you know. I would I, like I I think I would be interested to see. I I would be interested to see a, a Slapshot remake. Slapshot is so good, yeah. but I think enough time has passed. I mean, we're at like we're coming up on 45, 50 okay. Who years. Who would you get? Who would you get? They gotta be able to skate. Okay, so well, we know that Steve Carell can skate, and they gotta be an older guy because the main character is the player coach, who like the aging player, who's also become the coach. I mean, we we know from we know from the office that Steve Carell can skate. But I don't think that he has the the cool ladies' man vibe that Paul Newman had. Paul Newman was literally like the coolest yeah. guy for like several decades. Like he was just super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, I did mention Vince Vaughn. I don't know if he can skate, but I think that he he could do a decent job in that role. Mm-hmm. Chris Pratt. Pratt's Maybe. too much of a pretty boy. Yeah. You know, he's, he's, uh, Pratt seems soft to me. I like Chris Pratt. I do. I like him a lot. But he's, he's, he seems soft. Maybe he could be the goalie. Okay. The foreign goalie. Yeah. Because we've had. The hair, it stinks. We've only had a couple of remakes. I mean, I think the only, like, remake I can think of is The Longest Yard. Right? Of a. Sports movie that's been remade. I can't really think of many that's, others. That's done well recently. Yeah. So, well, whatever. Let's cut this conversation off here since we literally Harrison don't have anything else. Like another Mighty Ducks movie. Oh, Harrison! Like this is the reason that like I don't know why we didn't have him on just for this segment alone because yeah. he's probably screaming at his radio right now, going, "Damn it, guys! What about this movie and that movie and this other movie?" But if I was gonna, if I had to make a pick, I would. I would do Slapshot. I think that it would be interesting to see how they could pull that off today. It would be interesting. And, it, and yeah. Yeah, it would be interesting to see how how you go about doing that and keeping that level of funny in uh, a more PC world now. But that's the thing. Like, we aren't getting, like, when was the last good comedy? What was the last good watching meet the parents last night i'm like is this still considered a modern comedy even though it came out in 2000 like meet the parents is 22 years old you look at dodgeball i think that was what 0406 right around that range yeah so you've had like one of those huge comedies that like everybody sees and can quote yeah dodgeball or an austin powers yeah i don't know what this younger generation has in, in terms of comedies like that mm-hmm. one decent movie we saw just uh recently was uh was free guy i watched that last night yeah i needed something to wash the taste of the horrible batman out of my mouth because ba- the batman sucked so much i i'm like i'm like i need something just enjoyable and like it was legitimately an entertaining movie Mm-hmm. yeah i thought so i i, I liked it the ending was kind of what you expected, but with a little twist. Yeah, yeah, it was. 
it 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 had the the cliches that you both want and, and have come to appreciate but also just kind of the funny like and it was nice to just see ryan reynolds just being goofy and innocently funny right like we know he can do the the raunchy comedy because we've we've seen him in, in deadpool and he's deadpool. he's great i mean he is great in that that might be your most recent that one would be deadpool yeah i guess so i, I know it's an action superhero movie but it's more of a comedy almost yeah so but yeah that's so interesting you brought that up because i watched that last night and like i said to get the bad taste of the the bad man the bad the bad bad man out of my mouth all right, well, let's go ahead and wrap up the show, uh, episode 209 of the Get Around Podcast. Uh, again, thank you to everybody for listening, our wonderful Audible viewers. Uh, I can't believe that it took me so long to remember that I used to call our listeners that, Audible viewers. Um, one of my proudest uh, creations is that phrase. Um, and thank you to Glenn Lakes, Grace Bradford, and Jessica Robbins for joining us uh, earlier in the day. Thank you to James for putting up with me for about an hour today. Always appreciate that and listening to my my ramblings. Uh, And uh, again, thanks to everybody for listening. Episode 209 of the Get Around Podcast is in the books.